This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Buckmitters. It is Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. Dwayne Long is here. Dwayne, I just sat through a rainstorm on my porch. It was wonderful. What do you make of today in the capital city of Columbus? Uh, same thing here. Same thing here, but it's been really nice all summer. It's been a little bit warm. But it's been really nice, not a lot of rain. So, yeah, the ground needed it. Good thing. Cool things down for practice. The guys are at it at the whack. Know that we will have coverage of this at all times. Our guys have been all over it. Ryan Day met with the media yesterday. Very interesting. Another interesting development. Ryan Jacoby, offensive lineman, took a look at the depth chart, decided he would do better elsewhere, and has decided to transfer. Obviously, it's not going to affect the rotation right now. What do you make of some valuable depth heading for the exit? Well, I think based on what we've heard out of camp so far, it's not really a surprise. What are we hearing about? Um, We're hearing about Josh Fryer, who apparently didn't get the memo that he's supposed to wait his turn. And we're hearing more about Dewan Jones. So, uh, you know, when they're not talking about you, then you're not standing out. And, you know, those guys were going to play positions that he was likely to fit in at, which is guard. And, uh, you know, I, I, I got to say that when he was coming out of high school, uh, I remember him being really, really athletic kid, uh, moved his feet well, uh, had some nasty in his game. But the thing that kept standing out to me when I'm watching him on film is he just wasn't a really big kid, you know, not a big frame kid that was, you knew it was gonna. It was just a matter of time before he was 300 pounds and could carry it as easy as easily as he carried the 270 that he was at the time. Just, and I think that that impacted them. These guys are huge these days. Just massive people. I mean, when you look at uh, uh, Dewan Jones and and think that he could play tackle, that that's just crazy. So um, good luck to him. Obviously, he gave it one hell of a shot. He's he's been here long enough. He didn't. He didn't just come in and walk through the door and act like an immature child and walk out the door when he uh, didn't get it handed to him. So good luck to him. Don't know where he's going to end up. Good football player. It's just uh, I believe it was a matter of kid never just didn't get big enough, strong enough to uh, to have an impact. Guys have been very successful when they've left here and gotten a chance to blossom. So Ryan Jacoby having an NFL career is absolutely within reason. 
Let's talk about the group he's leaving behind, which is the offensive line. I think the general consensus was that the left tackle will be Thayer Mumford, left guard Paris Johnson, center Harry Miller, right guard Dewan Jones, right tackle Nicholas Petit Frere. But as you mentioned, there are some guys who are trying to bust through and there could be some shuffling up there. We've always been hearing that center could change, but now, like you said, Josh Fryer is making a run at one of the guard spots. What do you make of the developments up front? Well, I think it's interesting. I think it's good. Uh, I, I think it's something that has benefits down the line. We've heard that they're shuffling the guys around. And, you know, that has, that has uh, uh, two rewards. One is you get versatile guys who can – who can step in uh, if there's, if the injury, if the injuries start to add up, you got guys that are supposed to be tackles that could step in at guard. Don't much like hearing some guards kicking out the tackle, but uh, you know, having guys that can play that are used to playing at multiple positions is really outstanding for development. Uh, And it's really good for them as far as possibly playing in the NFL because you got to realize the NFL rosters are half of what they are in college. Versatile guys are highly valued, especially in a position like offensive line, which you're pay- playing five guys at a time. So uh, that is just excellent news. It also means that we're seeing guys that need to get in there. They want to look at them more and see who, you know, get the depth chart straightened around. How we, who's, who's going to be where? And you got right now, uh, Josh Fryer has his name pops up all the time. It popped up in spring, and now you're hearing it uh, first two days of practice. Somebody's brought up Josh Fryer is looking outstanding. I was a big fan coming out of high school, so I'm not as surprised as as some of you are. But uh, the kids playing, we wondered what happened to Dewan Jones uh, last year. He he had a great freshman year, really played a lot, uh, and then just kind of disappeared last year. Now he seems to uh, be back and this is nothing but good Buckeye Nation we remember the the Jim Bowman days when we only had 10 linemen and he wasn't a great evaluator and you know we were one guy goes down in the starting lineup that was what in the hell are we going to do now we got depth talented quality depth so uh, be excited about what we got going on the offensive line that is you're going to have a <clears throat> A freshman quarterback who's never thrown a pass in college. So having an offensive line in front of him that will let him, you know, slow the game down for him that much more on the field and and let him throw the ball, that, that could be crucial. I don't think this is necessarily a front burner issue, but it's also important to remember that the 2022 season, you're not going to have any of these guys in the same spot. Mumford will be in the league. Nicholas Petit Frere will be in the league. Paris will be kicked out to the left. We don't know. Maybe Dewan back to the right. Who will be at center? So versatility is going to be vital over the next 24 months. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and talk about running backs. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. 
Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. All right, we are back. We have been warned against making too much of what we see from the first 15 minutes of practice. The media's view is limited. But when we have seen it, the running back rotation is as follows. Number one, Mayan Williams. Number two, Master Teague. Number three, Trevion Henderson and Marcus Crowley sharing those carries. Like we said, this does not mean anything is etched in stone, but it does appear Mayan Williams is the starting running back. Your vibe on that and what it means for the group. I love it because I, you know, I kept thinking about we watched Teague last year and most of us were pretty disappointed at that just how one dimensional he is. He, if the holes were exposed to be, he's going to hit it and you're going to have a hard time dragging him down. And then you're going to have a hard time catching him. Outstanding speed for a kid, his size, but that's it. You, you know, and, and the hole's not always going to be there. If you get, if you, if the hole's there 50% of the time, you got to be happy. Uh, the coaches got to be happy their offensive line is doing that kind of job. He doesn't seem to have any vision. He's not a shake and bake guy. We needed something different, but this kid has worked so hard and he's such a quality kid. I, I kept thinking the coaches are just not going to sit him. He's going to, he's going to lose it on the field eventually, but it looks like they've gone ahead and said, you know what? We can't do this. You're not the best back on the team. And we got to get the get the ball in the hands of, of better backs, and watch what happens with uh, Henderson. I would not be surprised at this happening. The Mayan Williams is the starter, and it isn't a two three four. It's two A two B two C. That these guys are just going to alternate and and get about the same amount of carries is what I suspect is going to happen now. But me ball is taking a job. And, you know, you got to be very happy for that kid. Uh, who was he committed to? He was committed to, I think, Iowa State. And now he's ended up at Ohio State. He was way down the pecking list uh, when we uh, when we um, offered him. But he's here. He's looking like a kid that, that just a, a vastly underrated kid. And, uh, you know, he worked the weight off. He was fat boy. And now he's meatball. So, um be happy for the kid, and I think it's excellent for the for the uh, running back position. I think it says something about where the coaches are with this. I think they're saying, you know, we're open. We, you know, this this is not settled, and that's a good thing. Maybe we'll get the best backs on the field instead of playing the seniority. Master T didn't technically finish the season as the starter. That was Trey Sermon. So I think that might be the reason they've opened it up and not gone with the public display of Teague in the one spot. You make a good point. I could see a running back by committee coming through here. I wouldn't be surprised if Teague is actually almost a blocking personal protector type, given the fact that Mayan Williams and Trayvon Henderson don't have a ton of experience in pass protection. And you got a freshman quarterback in there. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Stay dry, Ohioans. Have a good one, Bucknutters.
This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.